A quick message before we begin. On the 21st of September 2020, the podcast is six years old, and as you have already noticed, we've had a soft reboot, a rebrand. We've got a slightly... What does soft reboot mean? It's not quite as, as firm as a hard reboot. It's like a semi-reboot. I'm sure they'd all prefer a hard one. Well, they just got a soft one. Soft one. <laughs> That's can the you... best I could manage when I was doing the reboot, Oops. I'm afraid. Tied lolly sticks to it well, with an elastic do. band. So we have that. We have a new name. We have a new logo that you would have all have noticed. And as of this episode, we now have a new theme tune written and performed exclusively for us by Tokyo Blade guitarist and founding member Andy Bolton, who I'm sure you have listened to the two previous interview shows that I've done with him. And if you haven't, go and listen to them now. So... New format show, new theme tune. Let's begin and uh, take it away, Andy. Hello and thank you for listening to episode 285 of 60MW and the first in a new series of bi-monthly shows called Review Roundup. I'm Dave and joining me in each of these is the Debbie McGee to my Paul Daniels, <laughs> the Mildred to my George, the Adrian to my Rocky. Oh, It's Tina. Hello. Hello, darling. That was nice, wasn't it? It was nice. I like it that you called me Adrian. Say it properly now. Do the accent. No, I can't do that. No, no, no. <laughs> How is that? No, Adrian. <laughs> Wipe my bum. No. That was, I don't think that happened. It does. It does. Don't that. No. It does. It does. That might be like Rocky 12 or something. <laughs> but maybe not quite yet. Uh, it's quite appropriate, really, because we have been called the posh and becks of the podcasting world. Who called us that? I mean, it was somebody online that called us that. Although I would market us more as the Stan and Hilda Ogden of the podcasting <laughs> oh. world. Oh, Stan. <laughs> oh, I like that. Yeah. I, I would like to be Hilda Ogden. Yeah. She was classy. An yeah. old woman. And had a, a, a mural on a the muriel wall. A mural on the wall. Uh, people who don't live in Britain now will be going, We've, what I know. We're about two about? minutes into the show and already there's been so many references that people, <laughs> if you're not outside of the UK, and even a lot inside the UK, will be going, what the fuck yeah, are they talking true. about? Just Google Hilda Ogden. Yeah. Oh, Queen of Manchester. And George and Mildred. George, yeah, equally. Youth Joyce, one of the most attractive and sexual women to be in a british sitcom mm. she was incredible and i know because she's like sort of infamous really isn't she and when you think about it every sitcom she was in she was always chasing after young men mm -hmm. and she had quite goofy teeth but god i thought she was just really exude sex do you think she was sexy um she wouldn't be the first one i'd go to if i was thinking of 1970s british comedy <laughs> No, no, Caroline Monroe wasn't in any. No, <laughs> Is that who you're thinking of, a Linda Lusardi? 
Yeah, well, she was 80s, though, wasn't she? Yeah, they both mm. were. And Sam Fox. Never really a Sam they've Fox They've all got fan. something in common, haven't they? I wonder what it is. There's two things Those that they've two all got. things that stand out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's two things that are like, yeah, yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Away from the boob talk. Just for a minute. I'm sure we'll be back to it <laughs> at some point. Uh, yeah, this is a new format show, Review Roundup. This is where me and Tina, every couple of months, take a look back at our favourite things that have been reviewed on the website, as opposed to our favourite reviews. We're going to talk about the yes. favourite things that have been reviewed. Doesn't necessarily mean that we reviewed them. We're just picking our favourite things, culminating in our one favourite thing. You're very professional, Dave. I used a four-syllable word there. You did. I know. That's grammar school education for you. I wish the people who are listening right now could see you as I see you, with the soft sunlight hitting you from the back, glistening upon your tramp-like beard. And My lockdown <laughs> facial hair. <laughs> your very long hair. That I've been cultivating. parted down the middle. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But they can't. They can't. Thankfully... This is not one of our <laughs> video shows and will not be put onto YouTube. So you've all... Uh, had yeah, because escape. I couldn't do this, You could couldn't I? do... Oh, my I couldn't... God. <laughs> that would have got us banned from YouTube straight away. And we've got it halfway out. Mm. So, some facts and figures before we begin. <laughs> During the months of July and August 2020, 50 reviews went onto the website. 29 were about film and TV. 11 were about music and 10 were about video games. I think that's pretty good. 50 reviews in two months. That is a lot. Who's Who were the main reviewers then? Uh, me, you, Chris, Steve has, has yeah. definitely made the singled out section yeah. his own, especially yeah. the music yeah. side. Steve does most of the music ones, yeah. um, but we're like the main four reviewers yeah. that are on there. We get an awful lot of music sent to us. We do, yeah. Also... During those two months, 21 podcasts went online. That's a lot. That's a lot for two months. That's a lot of work for you, actually. Mm. Well, not just you. All of us work. Yeah, because I don't edit all the shows. So, no. you know, Chris does some yeah. editing. Alan yeah. does some editing. Alan. And, of course, yeah. between us all, we all record the shows. Yeah. But 21 podcasts in two months that's, is really good going. Yeah. And also 104 news items. Went on the website in those two months. That's a lot. Well, you do do all that. Yeah, I do do all the news items. Uh, You're like the Rupert Murdoch of podcast land. Yeah, I aim to take over all of podcast land and be like him. Which is why the facial hair, I'm trying to grow an evil moustache that I can twirl. Well, that'd be good, wouldn't it? Are you conservative? Oh, I mentioned politics. That's it. You're banned. (laughs) Gone now. Um, well, you know, like Rupert Murdoch decides who our next prime minister is, or he he always puts, Mm. you know, so... As king of podcast land, what would be the equivalent of you picking the prime minister? Within podcast land? Yeah. Uh, I don't know, because the big name in podcasting is probably Joe Rogan's one of the big yeah. ones, isn't he? Uh, he just talks about himself, though. Yeah, well, I'll just take over that position yeah. and get Spotify to buy us out for a few million. Billion. Yeah. yeah. Okay, that sounds good so to we'll, me. So we'll go for that. So that totals between the... Uh, 50 reviews, 21 podcasts, and 104 news items. I'm running out of fingers. 175 things in total went onto the website in the last two months. Wow. So, and I know there's people out there, the weird ones that don't visit the website. (laughs) 
It's just this, it yeah, this is just a reminder that there's a lot goes on there all the time. A lot goes on the website. Yeah, it's worth yeah. having a look. Yeah. And it's very pretty to look at and very easy to navigate as well. It is, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and we're not even going to start mentioning the stuff that goes on Twitter, the competitions, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Uh, so, yeah, if you haven't read any of the reviews on the website, go and have a look. Hopefully this show every couple of months will be a little reminder. Uh, also, a thinly veiled way for you to use the Amazon UK link on our website to buy things through because we're going to tell you stuff that it's worth buying. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the plus thing about that is we don't know what you buy. We ca- we have no way of seeing no. what you buy. And we probably get like 0.3 pence. It doesn't yeah. cost you any more to yeah. buy. Th- it, well, it so doesn't. No. Have a look. Have a look on the website. Now, having said everything about this is going to be a bi-monthly chat about the reviews, our favourite things that have been reviewed on there, the first thing I'm going to talk about isn't quite a review per se, but it's under the review section. I'm going to start with video games, two things I want to talk about with video games. And the first one was more, it's sort of a semi-think piece, semi-review by Chris Mm. called um, Mortal Kombat Memories. Right. And it's him... And there is a reason why I want to talk about this, and there is a reason specifically why I want to start this series of shows talking about this. Before you start, just so I get it clear in my head, is Mortal Kombat the one where there's two figures right in front of you and they chop sock each other and one of them's a panda? That's Kung Fu Panda. No. (laughs) No, this is (laughs) this is an infamous series of video games with fatalities. It was quite brutal where you could rip people's it is the one i'm thinking of i don't know if there's a panda one of them was gay i remember was it a panda was it a gay panda that was in it that was ahead of its time i think it was a a a japanese person perhaps or i can't remember people are probably screaming at me now going yeah it was blah 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 but i i can remember wes playing it with chelsea when he was a little boy mortal kombat it'd been far too young you bad mother i know Making him watch blood and guts and yeah, ripping people's ecology. spines out. I don't care. Just shut up and play that game. Yeah. <laughs> Lock yourself in your bedroom. That's it. Come play Mortal Kombat, you three-year-old, and yeah. fetch yeah. me the gin first. It is the one I'm thinking of, though. The two people in front of you, and they're going... Yeah. 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 That's it's uncanny. I felt like I was playing it. That was just uncanny. <laughs> Do you want to see my Witcher in person? <laughs> Come over here. To, no, it's, it's all right. Wind's howling. <laughs> the wind's howling. <laughs> yeah, the reason I want to start with this is because I think it sums up a lot and with everything that we do with not just the reviews, but what we do with the podcasts as mm. well. Now, if you read uh, like an A to Z of how to write reviews professionally, blah, blah, blah. One of the things you'll often see is mm. don't don't talk about personal stuff. Talk about what you're reviewing. Make it. Yeah. But then they become too clinical and they all read the same. One of the things I really love about everything that we do, the podcast, the reviews, like mm. everything the whole team does, is we bring some of ourself into it. Now, this uh, Mortal Kombat Memories piece that Chris did is a prime example of it. I mean, he talks about the games and said mm. it's not exactly a review, but he talks about his memories and you connect more with him, and the, the whole mm. piece means a lot more. So this is because, I mean, like I said, on the 21st of September, the podcast is six years old, and it, we bring that into the podcasts as well. I've been My mm. favourite podcast is an NFL one called Around the Well, yeah, Around the NFL. Um, and I've been listening to it since 2013, when it began. And even though I've never met them, they're in America, 
I feel like I really know them. And, yeah. and one of them, yeah. he's gone through a cancer scare. Then he, he found his true love and they've got married and they've got a kid. And now he's got cancer again. Oh, and man. I was like truly gutted when, mm. you know, happy when he got married and all this and the yeah. kid. And now he's got cancer. And even though I've never met him, I feel like I yeah. do know him. Yeah. And I'm hoping that these podcasts and the reviews sort of connect with people like that because we put personal stuff in it yeah and at the end of the day uh, they're just one person's opinion yeah absolutely. on whatever they've watched mm. or played or or listened to so uh, and i think if you read people's work long enough you you get you get to know what you get they to know like and, and you go oh well their tastes are completely different to mine so if they like it well we both come from somewhat academic backgrounds but mm. before i went to university when I was young, I ended up living in Los Angeles and, and writing. The reason I ended up in L.A. is because I used to write for music fanzines, underground metal rock fanzines. And even then, I wasn't formally educated, but taught myself to write in an academic way. Mm. And then when you go to uni, that's basically what it is, isn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah. arguing points in an academic way and I found writing for the website so freeing because I can write whatever I want to mm -hmm. and talk about th it made me feel like this and I yeah. got this out of it and I hated it or I loved it because of this and I can actually say and I loved it because yeah. instead of saying and um, you know, far, 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 which yeah. I can. Well, both of us well, both can of do us it. Can do, as a student, you know, written God knows how many dissertations yeah. can do it. Yeah. And then, as a university course leader as well, I've written. <laughs> I've written. Uh, I've written more than one degree course uh -huh, from scratch myself, you? and and yes. marked people's work up to master's level. Yeah. You know, as well. I know. So I can write. I yeah. can write academically yeah. and very. Dryly. I can get all the punctuation and grammar yeah. correct and, and all of this. But when it comes to writing reviews on the website, mm. it's a train of thought and I just write. Yeah. And if it's, you know, maybe it's not, and I can say it's not grammatically correct and there's the odd mistake mm. in there, but that's how I'm feeling and that's that's mm. me. It is all about the feels with us, all of us, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Including Steve as well. Yeah. You know, that you get so, he's so impassioned about music that he writes in it. Almost like you're listening to the song, yeah, I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I think with the reviews, that's what you're going to get on the website, which is why, again, going back to how this little bit of the conversation began, why I wanted to start with Chrissy's sort of think piece. Sorry, did no, I interrupt? No, we went off it. We actually stayed on topic, believe it or not, and didn't go <laughs> off at a weird and wonderful tangent, which I'm sure we might do at some point. Uh, so, yeah, it's a good place to start with that. Have a read of that. And then as you read more on the website and listen to these podcasts, you just get to know everybody better, as well as finding out about yeah of course what we're reviewing on mm. the website so the first proper review that i want to talk about and it's the other one that's in the video game section when i say the other one it's the other one that i've picked mm. there is more than that like i said there was i'm just looking now 10 video game reviews in the last two months uh is a game from 2k and it's pga tour 2k21 golf game i've been playing golf games for years used to play mm. with dad on, on old computers and then on different consoles and it's obviously graphically they've expanded and yeah. improved and but golf's got you're hitting a small ball and trying to get it into a hole into a hole in as fewer shots as possible. Mm. So the basic gameplay is the same. It's all about the presentation and everything. As well as the, all the great options in this. I mean it's got its faults and I put the faults in the review as well. 
the the options you get with the character creations you can create your own avatar are good but when it comes to the cutscenes, you do look a bit scary. I mean, I look a bit scary anyway. You I'm... always you always make your character either some sort of Amazonian woman with massive boobs. You do though. That wasn't because... an option in this, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. I did try. Who did you make this time? I had to, I made a, a zombie version of me because you can even pick zombie <laughs> eyes. So I thought I'm going to make myself a zombie in this one. Okay. Which I did. But when it goes to the cutscenes, you do look scary. The terrible thing is, I've watched you playing this and I didn't notice you were a zombie. That shows the difference between me and zombie me. <laughs> <laughs> the, the main plus about this, which I loved, and in the review, I link it to, oh my God, I think it's, oh, I forget the name of the game. It's a golf game from 2004 or five that I played on the Xbox, and it was part of a thing called XSN Sports. That was a thing on Xbox that was brilliant until EA Sports kicked them out of the way with a big wadge of money. And that you can play this game um, async... Here's me saying about my grammar school education. Asynchronously. So You just made that up. I didn't. You did. I didn't. I just tried to put as many syllables together as possible. <laughs> Asynchronously. Synchronously. So, meaning, it's, it's this part of the game called societies. You can make a society right. and uh, I can have it for, set it over whatever course I want, whatever weather conditions, however many players, this, that and the other. And I can play a round of golf mm. and, I don't know, finish two under par. And then anybody else who joins the society can then play that same tournament that I've created whenever they want to. Oh, so right. instead of you all having to be online at the same time, because everybody's got different lives, yeah. I can play it in an afternoon. Somebody could come home from work at the evening and play it. Somebody in the middle of the night can play their round. And then all the scores are put together. You set the time limit of when you want it to finish. And then you can all play golf together, but without playing golf together. That's a good idea, isn't mm, it? It's really good. I really like that side of it. And yeah. it plays a good game of golf. And because the options in it, you can set it from if you're a complete beginner... Mm. And have loads of assists in it. Mm. Or if you're more experienced with golf games, you can just change all the different options and make it as difficult or as easy as you want. It's really, really good. So that's the main thing from the video Can game you take a massive sword out of your golf bag and chop people's heads off? That might be part of a DLC pack incoming. I don't know. If it is the case, then I'm in. Mm. Otherwise, sounds as boring as hell to me. If you can't chop the heads off or cast a spell on them to make the heads explode, I don't want to play it. No, none of that. No video game action for you, is there? Is there any shagging on a unicorn? Uh, maybe in the 19th. I think that's the way you celebrate a hole in one. Because maybe... that that is the epitome of gaming. You get to shag on a unicorn or shoot people through the head hmm. uh, and be a cowboy. So it's either, you know... It's one or the other. If it's not The Witcher or Fallout or Assassin's Creed, <laughs> notice <laughs> the, you know, it's all got to do with swords, guns, yeah. basically killing people. Red Dead Redemption. Doesn't appeal to me unless you can kill people. Yeah. I think that says a lot about you. Does it really? <laughs> yes. 
yeah, so that's it for the video game section. That's the it one does thing. sound good though that you can come back and to and play. Yeah, you know. it's really good. Yeah, so you can fit it in around your lifestyle and everybody yeah. else's, but still play yeah. together and still be well, competitive I've seen against you each play other. Play it, and although the game doesn't appeal to me, I, you know, because golf is just so boring because you don't get to kill anybody. Mm. It looks good. And I could tell that you were enjoying it because normally you do have a bit of a fit sometimes. Because what? you do, though, you do. Because you'll be playing and, you, and I'll hear you going, fucking hell, is what you normally say. It's, that's usually during if there's a difficulty spike or there's a mm. boss battle. Yeah, that you can't win. Expected, yeah. Mm. Thankfully, I was like on the on the fairway of the 17th and no mm. massive monster they suddenly put into the game. Is it quite zen-like then? That yeah, you it is. It's you very relaxing. Into, your brain's not going... I was going to say, you do get into the swing of it. But, that, <laughs> 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 but you do. Yeah, it yeah. is quite zen-like, really. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And we all need a bit of that at the moment, don't mm -hmm. we? Just so to I enjoyed relax. that. And like I said, there's, there's other video game reviews on there, but the, the favourite things on there in the video game section, that stood out for me. Mm. I think it's really good. Uh, because, again, just to reiterate, that's quite another long word, wasn't it? That this is not about, this is not about uh, our favourite reviews. This is about our favourite things that have been reviewed. So in the music section, I think everybody knows by now, I'm the old rocker. Yeah. And if it ain't got a rocket firing guitar and... <laughs> Massive drum kit. Times have changed. It's 60 I, minutes with. I don't want to know. Well, I do. I have I a little bit of an eclectic taste, like blues music and old oh, school yeah. 50s rock. There's a lot. Of, I do like a lot of different music, but a lot of the music, uh, like we said, Steve has reviewed 99% of, yeah. of the music. And we do get a lot of different music sent to us. Well, since Steve and I have started theme tunes. Which I've got to say, I do really enjoy that show as oh, well. Thank because. You. The first time I get to listen to it is when when I edit it. So I listen, obviously, I listen to it all. Uh, and I do, a lot of the music I do enjoy. It's not yeah. music I would choose to put on mm. if I'm sat and I think, oh, I'll put a bit of music on. I wouldn't choose to put any of it on. But I enjoy listening to it in the show and go, oh, that's, yeah. that sounds good. I like that one. Well, Steve, Steve's got eclectic tastes, as have I. Mm -hmm. But I think even, I think my tastes are more broader than steve's really hmm. uh steve tends to like sort of soul and funk and but he's he's heard of bands that i've never heard of oh, as yeah, i've yeah. i yeah. and the same that i listen to bands that he's never heard of mainly in the rock world because he just rock is not on his agenda at mm. all he's a real like soul freak uh so doing the podcast and of However, people find out about it. Quite a few different record companies have approached us now and offered us uh, review codes, discs, yeah, advanced copies yeah, of albums uh, and singles. It's getting there's so much of it though. I think every morning I listen to a, at least five singles, and there was an, a gospel album this morning that I listened mm -hmm. to some of it that was great now i normally i would go no, i'm not listening to that and because i have to listen to it the music that i've discovered mm. has been incredible the big one for me has been the teskey brothers oh yeah you're obsessed with them i'm obs i'm absolutely obsessed with them now they're just 
so even, even talking about them, I get all excited because I just want everybody to listen to them <laughs> because they're not niche. They're a proper blues band. But, oh, my God, they just grab your heart and tear it out. They're amazing. You showed from me Australia. a video and it was yeah. from a live gig somewhere. Yeah. I mean, it's the yeah. one where he goes into the crowd and into everything. Crowd, that yeah. was, I loved yeah. that. It was, yeah. I would go, I'd love to see them yeah. live. Well, they're actually playing Europe uh, April next year. Mm -hmm play manchester at the end of april i so want to get us tickets for it <laughs> they go on sale on friday and i'm gonna say it sorry i think covid will stop me because i you just don't know how can you plan to mm -hmm. see you know and i i genuinely feel <clears throat> upset that i can't that i can't just go yeah. and buy a ticket unfortunately we're not in a position financially that we could go oh fuck it then we'll get the yeah, tickets exactly. and even if it still goes ahead whatever the way it is with with covid and that if it's if we you know again it's months away we don't know what's going to happen but if it's it's not that bad that the gig's still going to go ahead but it's mm. still quite rampant and things are happening yeah we can't afford to go oh well, yeah. we'll, we'll write that off you can't get a refund because no. the gig's still no. going ahead no. so well i wonder if bands are even gonna you know they're booking these tours are they even going to be allowed to come over who knows, who knows just don't know do who knows? but i've picked a song and actually it's a song that i reviewed uh <laughs> i think it's the only song i've reviewed because <laughs> steve's gone i'll do that i'll do that <laughs> go on steve you get on with it then yeah. um i picked nick faber and rufus stone singing sensational it's sensational yeah, it's sensational. Yeah, it's sensational. I say, I say, I say, baby, it's sensational. Come on, people, turn around and listen on up to me. Yeah, I said, people, it's time to open up your heart and listen. So be free. I remember. Oh, I like that one as well, yeah. Yeah, so this is, uh, I, I could, I, instead of reading you out all the spiel, I'll just say go to the website and read my review. Mm -hmm. It's also got the video attached to it. You can listen to the song. Uh, I'm not sure. I think it might be free to download. A lot of the music we get sent. You can actually download for free if you oh, seek yeah, it out yeah. as well. You know, it's like Bandcamp, you have to pay how much you think it's worth. Mm. So you could pay 5p for it and you're supporting the artist mm -hmm. as well. But it's a great, great song. The sort of thing that I would never have heard. I would never have come across if I didn't do theme tunes with Steve. Yeah. I really wouldn't because we listen to a lot of rock music mm. together yeah don't we and separately i listen to a lot more music than you oh yeah yeah. but i've enforced you <laughs> to listen to a lot of the music that we get sent now that isn't just rock music and you quite like quite a bit oh, of i've it, liked a lot you? of it yeah yeah mm. have you um have you got a song that you'd like to talk about or? there is a song i'd like to talk about but that's at the end of the show when we talk about our favorite pick Oh, oh, right then. I shall leave that little tease right there. I have got uh, four film and TV related things that I want to talk about before we get on to my 
favourite pick of this episode. Right, okay. Shall I start with the first one? Yeah, go on, and go I'll on join then. in with you. First one, and of course we get sent all of these, uh, was Deep Blue Sea 3. Now, having seen and enjoyed the first one, it was really good. Having seen the second one... The, and Again, I'm going to interrupt you. Deep Blue Sea is the one where Samuel L. Jackson is mouthing off and a big shark, is it, comes out of the mm-hmm. water and gobbles him. Yeah. And everybody goes, ha, 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 instead of... <gasps> well, they don't. Yeah, they are a bit short. I don't think they actually laugh. Mm-hmm, See, that's, that's another thing with trailers. Do you remember when the trailer for Deep Blue Sea yeah. bloody showed that? Yeah, which is a big shocker if you yeah, don't know it. Yeah, it's the best bit of the film. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure, I know that was a spoiler, but if you haven't seen the first Deep Blue Sea by now, where have you I've been? I've ruined it. Where have you been? <laughs> number two was awful. Never seen it. Awful. So I went into number three thinking, oh, is it just going to be, surely it can't be worse than number two? Mm. Thankfully it wasn't. And while not quite as good as number one, we had a lot of fun watching it. It was good. Tom, as well, my co-host on the Decade of Decadent shows, he he's watched it and he was surprisingly uh, enjoying it a lot. Tom liked well. something. Yeah, he liked it. Is he on drugs? He might have been at the time. Who knows? What, <laughs> he can do what he wants in his spare time. But it is, it's a lot of fun. It's very silly, like a lot of the shark movies are. But how many times did we... A whoop and a holler out yeah, loud and go, yeah, oh, yeah. that was good. Yeah. But there's a, there isn't a big cast in it. No. And it's very enclosed as well. It's obvious that they they, they went somewhere and said, but this is where we're going to film. Let's build a little bit of a sort of floating village. Mm. But it it looked really good, some, didn't it? What got me was some of the, and regular listeners, again, know me and CGI. Give mm. me practical all yeah. the time. Yeah. The CGI in this... And at times, yeah, it's, a, it's not a big budget movie. At times mm. it was a bit ropey. Mm. But there's some really good effects yeah, in it there as are. well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was a good film. Yeah. I enjoyed it. It was good, good fun. Yeah, and there's quite a bit of blood in it as well. Some mm. good gory bit of, bits in it. A bit of biting too. limbs yeah, off bitty, bits. Bitey, yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I would recommend that. Um, that mm. was one of the most surprising things, I think, out of the stuff we've had over the last couple of months to review that yeah. I went into it thinking this is going to be shit and came out of it thinking that mm. was pretty bloody good yeah yeah uh, the next movie that I've got to talk about and it's one that me you and Tom did a show about as well the review is of course on the website the show is on the website it's John Travolta the pain is on, the, on our faces John Travolta in the fanatic and I think this is on your list too, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. How could you yeah. not like The Fanatic? I had a DM on Twitter just the other day, actually, before we recorded this from Colm in uh, in Ireland from the Last Save Loaded podcast. And he'd watched The Fanatic on our recommendation and he really enjoyed it. Did he? He did. <laughs> it's just one of those we have excelled for before we started 60 minutes with we i think we were originally known for our love of shit films you know those sort of films that are so bad they're works of genius mm. you know the samurai cop hard ticket to hawaii shotgun mm. showgirls <laughs> <laughs> i love showgirls and watching this, it was almost... Well, first of all, the director. Oh, yeah. 
you you find out do you want me to tell you who that no i'm going to make you look go and google who the go director and, go is. and read the review and go and read out. the review and find out and as soon as you find out who's directed it you go this could be really interesting <laughs> And, and, then, it is. and then you watch it and immediately within the first two minutes, you just love it, don't you? Yeah. yeah. John Travolta's first line about wanting a poo. Wanting a poo. Is, yeah. It just hooks you in from there. I think the thing that got me about it, having watched the film, we didn't watch any interviews or reviews of it. No, we just watched we it cold, it not didn't knowing. we? Yeah, yeah. But then watching a sort of um, audience, you know, they'd watch the film. Q&As as well. Q&As something. would be on in, in America with some of the cast and, and Fred Durst, the director. And they're so earnest about it and oh, yeah, so yeah. serious. And this is like, an amazing film that we've made here and we love it. And John Travolta is like, oh, I love the character of Moose. And and I'm really, and you're watching it thinking, don't you know how bad it is? Don't you know that we're all taking the piss out of you? So, but it's well made, isn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah. It's incredibly violent. Oh, it takes a turn. Absolutely. In Act 3, yeah, it just yeah. goes, I wasn't expecting this. Unhinged yeah. violence yeah. in it that does make you go, hang on a minute. Yeah. <laughs> but all in all, it's just For up how there. much, I've watched it, what, three times now, I think, mm. and enjoy it just as much every yeah. time. It's one of those that you can just keep going to it. It's the sort it. of film that next time Tom comes to stay with us, we're all going to dress up as various moose characters. <laughs> you can be the queen. No, I, yeah, I'll dress up as a policeman and keep saying, <laughs> is that the queen? <laughs> that's all I will say. And that will make a lot of sense oh, when you've watched The Fanatic. Yeah. <laughs> Until then, what I just said will make no Mm. At all. Well, I'm going to lift the tone up a bit now from The Fanatic. Go on. And one of my picks is a film that I am quite ashamed to say that I've never seen before. Um, because I'm more highbrow than you, aren't I, Dave? Yeah. We get sent, you know, Arrow Academy foreign films, and it's always like, there you go, Tina, you've got to review that. And oh, I'm like, dare you. Yeah, it's I, true. I send everybody <laughs> listening to this to the website and look at the Arrow Academy films that I've reviewed. Yeah, but, you know, I'm more brainy than you, Dave. <laughs> and all those loud, lo, loud, all those long words that I use, I'm not drinking or anything. It's too early in the day. All those, I know what they mean. You mm. just, you know, read them off a piece of paper, yeah, don't but you? you just use Welsh, so nobody's got any idea. Don't what, have a go about and me being Welsh. They're all very long words. Very, and full of spit as well. Yeah. So, uh, The Bicycle Thieves. Yes. Do you ever seen it before? Before we watched it together, I'd mm. never seen it. I'd never even heard of it. Really? Mm, yeah. Hadn't you? Yeah, it wasn't uh, on my radar. Well, as far as classic films go, had you heard of Roberto Rossellini's Rome Open City? Before? That's probably the most famous post-war film based in Italy that was like a new realism mm. where he's going around Rome. Well, The Bicycle Thieves again never seen it before is the most incredible film mainly because i think what affected me the most about it it's not only the story which is again you know go and read the review then buy the film because it's worth it isn't it it's an incredible film it's great pa- as usual arrow the packages they put out mm-hmm. yeah you know they're peerless really aren't they they're just amazing uh it's a snapshot of Rome, literally 
just 18 months after, after the end yeah. of World War Two. Yeah. And it's all lo- live on the street. It's not in the studio. I think that one bit they filmed in a studio of a room mm. when they go and see the, a fortune teller. But it, it is literally about a man who's been in the army and the family, him, his wife, his little kids are starving. And he gets a job putting up posters for films. But the condition is he's got to have a bike. So they've sold their bike. They've pawned it. So they get all the shit together, even the sheets off their bed, and pawn the sheets to get the money to get the bike back out of Hawk. And he goes to his job on the first day, props his bike up against the wall, starts putting a poster up. Some fucker nicks his bike. <laughs> <laughs> this is this plain that that's what the story is. It's him and his amazing son, this little kid who He's got the part. Great, he is. Yeah. And if you read my review, it'll details how he just got the job facial oh, expressions yeah. are just yeah. so good in it yeah uh it's just an amazing film if you're interested in history sort of post-war history as well as well as film history just seeing if you ignore the story just seeing what's going on on the screen it's oh god it made me cry mm. at the end as well and i'm even thinking about it now Films make me very emotional. As you know, I'm all, mm. I cry at Shit's Creek. <laughs> every, every episode of Shit's Creek, every single episode I film that. Happens. Something happens. It makes me fill oh. up. Afterlife, Ricky Gervais, not a tear. <laughs> Shit's Creek, oh, David, Moira. <laughs> oh, don't leave it, Ted. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, but Rome Open City cracking film mm-hmm. don't be afraid of watching classic films because you think that they're going to be all fine yeah i know and i had this i even had as ridiculous as this sounds film students film production students who would go i've not seen a black and white film i haven't seen a subtitled film yeah like, what yeah what yeah and a lot of people are still put off by that oh, mm. i'm not watching that because it's black and white or it's in a my foreign brother language. Big, a massive movie fan, isn't he? If he, it's black and white films, no, mm. no, subtitled, no. Yeah, there's a there's a lot of really good stuff out there. Going yeah. back a long, long time, I love as well mm. how you give a good description of what it was about and a little bit of the history and, and everything. And um, my pick, the first one about the movie is the fanatic. I just said it, John Travolta doing a really shit Cockney accent <laughs> about the Queen. <laughs> Told you I was brainy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I've got one more because the, I said I've got four film and TV. Uh, one of those I know is your final pick. Yes. So I've got one more film and TV that I want to talk about before we get to at least my final pick. And I'll hand it over mm. to you if you've got any more left as well. It's a film called Death of a Vlogger. Very ultra low budget indie film. Uh, in the vein of, you know, that I think Blair Witch started it. No, actually, there was some, there was one, was it Into the Woods or something was before that. I but, haven't seen any of this film, all you, you watched haven't, it. No, when I watched I was... it. And it's, it's one of those, and it plays on the fact that there's this guy, he is a, a vlogger, he's got his online video blog. And as he's speaking to his online audience, a cup moves a mug moves on the table in front of him it's oh did you see that 
And that's just the beginning. It escalates with all this uh, paranormal activity going on. And he drags somebody else, this renowned YouTuber who's into ghost hunting and they see what happens. And stuff Are happens, you seeing this through his computer? No. Or is it, yeah? No. Um, a lot of it is filmed from his perspective, mm. but a lot is filmed you know, like a film. Yeah. Uh, and like I say, it's, it's ultra low budget. Another one I went into expecting nothing of it. Mm. And and you know me. Yeah. I've grown up with horror films. Nothing scares mm. me. Mm. Video games give me the... The will is more than anything when I'm playing a, a video game. I know. As you know, how many times with that have I gone, fucking, and had to turn a, a game off. But that's more interactive, whereas watching a film is more of a passive experience. Yeah. And I'm so used to everything. Yeah. You've got all yeah. the triggers, you know, especially when a jump scares. What's coming. the last film that you saw then that, that made you, oh, God. That scared me. Yeah. I can't remember. I, I know The Changeling scared me when yeah. I watched it. Uh, since then... I can't really think of anything that's. It follows was a bit. It was a little bit unnerving at times. I just yeah, loved the scary, premise scary of it. Though. No, it was yeah. just the whole premise was. Oh, wouldn't it be creepy if somebody was just relentlessly following you, no, even yeah. though it was yeah. so slowly? Slow. Yeah. Well, you this, know what film that, that scares me? The Exorcist. The well, apart from The Exorcist, <laughs> oh, the one with Sam Neill. Event Horizon. Mm. I can't bear watching that. It really puts the willies up me, but it'll always be. Yeah, one of those films, isn't it? Exorcist. Well, this this death of a vlogger had got some really good bits in it. That, oh. Although it didn't necessarily make me go, oh, fucking hell, I'm going to turn it yeah. off or anything. It did. Ooh, it's made the hairs on the back of yeah. the neck go up a little oh, bit. That yeah, good. it's really well put together. I say ultra low budget. Yeah. Uh, but I was amazed by it. The guy's done really taken a simple, mm. just a simple idea and yeah. run with it and being a little bit... Uh, well, adventurous the ways of approached it, taking the things other people have done. You don't have to throw money at it, and though. And you don't need... Do Dave goes off on his CGI rent again. You don't yeah. need, like, well, millions of pounds worth of CGI and this, that, and the other. Just just think a little bit differently with stuff. Mm. And I really did enjoy this death of a vlogger. Uh, if you, Do you see it, then, or is it I don't want to give anything away, it, because it's one of those where it twists and turns, and right. there are a few things you go, ah, oh, okay, I wasn't expecting that. that. So it was good. It was good. So, yeah, yeah that's another recommendation okay, from good. things that we've reviewed. I've only got my favourite thing left. So have you got anything left? Because I know... Well, I'm... I've got my favourite thing. Have you left. got any others before your favourite thing? I don't... Do you know what? I don't know. I'll have to look. Only my phone is stuck to the microphone because it's <laughs> um, high tech, you see. And oh. now I can't open my phone now. Can you not? This is this is riveting listening for the viewers. Sorry, you as you try as you try to peel a phone. Oh away. yes, I have actually. You've got one more before the final yeah. picks. Go on then. Yeah. What is it? Um, pitch black. Oh yeah, we were sent uh, the first 4K Blu-ray release from Arrow, weren't we? From Arrow, yeah, and it's. Uh, now I don't really. I can appreciate a picture, and I can tell the difference. You know, I'm not into the techie side of stuff like you like you are mm. but i being a painter i like colors and especially tones and when we because you know you're we're both big film fan, fans and we're lucky enough to have a nice telly and a 4k player and a nice sort of stereo that it 
comes out. Stereo? Of. I dare you. Oh, I don't know what it's called. A thing. Speaker thing. Home cinema said it. It's only five. Oh, one. whatever. It's only five one. I would like 11 two at least. But and would you really? Yeah. And where would you hang those? Don't answer. <laughs> <laughs> but I could see uh, remembering Pitch Black, that mm. it was literally pitch black when you watch it, it was, yeah there's a lot you couldn't see it was but the, but the, the thing about 4k is even the blacks you can see stuff can't you mm. it's uh and it's a good film and it's a and it's a good part of the science fiction canon as well and it's quirky and different mm. i did however as as we were watching it was amazed by what I was seeing, and the sound was brilliant oh, as yeah, well. Because yeah. you can see a lot more, and the tones are richer, aren't mm-hmm. they? And and more stark and deserty. But with the story, I was a bit like, uh, I don't know if I like Pitch Black as much as I used. Did you feel like that? I was the opposite. I enjoyed it more, more. on this rewatch. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I always enjoyed it, but it was never one that I would rave about no i mean i still wouldn't no. rave about it yeah but i did enjoy it more yeah. on this repeat viewing again I, again i've probably seen it now four or five times in total yeah well i'd say if you're a big fan of pitch black and you have got a 4k player definitely buy arrow's 4k version of it yeah because just what it's sumptuous looking mm-hmm. it's like lawrence of arabia almost isn't yeah. it the way it's uh, the way it looks at, and again you know sound is a big thing isn't it oh yeah 4k discs sounds great so yeah that was my uh, my other pick mm-hmm. not my main one though ladies first then what is <laughs> your main pick from the reviews I don't know from if, the last two months i don't know if i can pronounce his um his last name or Val. try again the, the director is who tina from is norway from, on Andre, Andre, I did an interview show with him. You did an interview show with, with Andre, your oh, mate Andre. We'll your mate Andre. Okay. I wish he was my mate. Yeah. yeah. So my my main pick and the film that I really liked most out of all the ones that we've reviewed over the last two months is Mortal. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wrote a review of it. Please go and have a look at it. Um, now. If you look at my review of it, you'll go, oh, she really liked this film. Then you may look at other reviews of it and go, why did she like this film? They all think it's shit. (laughs) Well, they're all wrong. They are all wrong. They are all wrong. This is a great (laughs) movie. Mm -hmm. Bit of a slow burn at first. Don't read it. If you go into it blind, which I would say was the perfect way to watch this film. Yeah, it is knowing nothing about it whatsoever. Knowing nothing about it. Okay, so... If you're planning on watching this, fast forward my bit now, because I'm going to say stuff. Or pause this and come back when you've watched <laughs> pause it. Pause it and say, yeah. Yeah, because Marvel. Do you want to talk about Marvel? <laughs> I think, again, regular listeners know I'm done with Marvel yeah. Cinematic Universe. I've seen enough. Dave's I, not a I, fan. I've not watched the last three or four, and I'm not bothered if I never watch one again. Right. Okay. So I am a Marvel fan. I have watched them all, <laughs> including like the last two. Mm. You know, we've got the Disney Channel as well, which they're on. Now, I would quite happily sit down every night for the next like 38 nights and watch a Marvel film in order. In fact, I would really like to do that. It's never going to happen, though, because Dave would be bored off his tits and play I, with his I'm phone. Because I'm the boss. Because and, and, and you're the boss. And what and I you say were, goes. Well, you wouldn't let me watch <laughs> Lord of the Rings. We started watching Lord of the Rings. I was all excited. And you were like, I don't know this. I might have fell asleep. I don't know. Oh, you're such a twat. <laughs> I still wouldn't watch Lord of the Rings. 
But that's besides the point. Yes, so so mortal. so Marvel films, one of them is Thor. Okay, so it's great, isn't it? You know, Chris Hemsworth's amazing. The last of Thor Ragnarok is really funny. Taika Waititi's making the next one. I think he's been put on hold because of all the COVID mm-hmm. stuff. So this film, we went into it <clears throat> not knowing anything about it. Now, I've just written a review this morning, actually, about a Norwegian film that will be put up in the next couple of days. Because mm. we do watch and, uh, a lot of foreign we films. We do, not just review films, no, but actually choice well. through choice yeah. as well, yeah. Uh, Amazon Prime have got some cracking Norwegian films, mm. uh, disaster movies on. Uh, so us watching, also, my daughter-in-law is Norwegian as well, so we feel like it's be really amazing to see the country, isn't it? Oh, yeah, it's beautiful. We're just beautiful. so in love with the vistas that mm-hmm. you see. So this is filmed in Norway as well. And the story is really simple, and it goes from A to B to C, and then it explodes at the yeah. end into... It's one of those films that's got a beginning, a middle, and an end, and the end is just so good. But so good. That has been a sticking point with a lot of people that have reviewed it and they've, yeah. and they've said about the ending. Oh, the ending it just ends. And it's well It doesn't. No, it without giving it anything away. It goes door open for for part two which, of the story. If people listen to my interview show with its yeah. director, on Andre who, Tina? Overdrive? Overdrive? Andre Overdrive? Overdrive. Andre Overdrive. Overdrive. Listen to that. Because uh, we do, it goes into a lot of detail about the making of it because it's fascinating. Yeah. Even yeah. putting it together because it is a lower budget film yeah, again. And what he does is, and what yeah. he did with Troll Hunter, yeah. what he can do with a low budget yeah. is is so good. Mm. It really is. It's he's quite dark, isn't he? The yeah. way because he did the scary stories to tell in the dark mm-hmm. as well, which was okay. But his Norwegian films are amazing, yeah. aren't they? But compared we to we found that. as well with European films, but even more so because we've watched quite a few Norwegian films. Mm. The Norwegian films, and we watched quite a few disaster ones. We talked about the yeah. wave was one, yeah. and the quake. Yeah, and we watched the tunnel. That review yeah. went, was due to go up the tunnel. Uh, they do, whereas America would do it, and it would be all about the spectacle and yeah. the CG and the event and probably over-the-top, overly dramatic characters. Yeah. These Norwegian ones, they take the time and they're slower, but the characters are far more yeah. grounded yeah. and believable, and mm. you buy into them. You care so about you them do and really you want care to for know. Them. So then when yeah. shit happens, yeah. it's, oh, fuck, that's mm. happening to them, and, and it has more impact than this huge CG extravaganza for 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah. So comparing Mortal to the Marvel Universe, I would say that I would pick Mortal mm. to rewatch over any of them. Well, that's high praise it, indeed. Well, it yeah. is because I, I am a Marvel fan. Mm. But what Mr. Oreo Cookie has done... <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear, I can never... Re- I, can't, I thought can't. I'm supposed to be the one that's bad with names. I know, I'm terrible, aren't I? Uh, it's All I can say is that, yes, my number one film review of... I really enjoyed it. Your favourite thing over the last two months. Yeah, absolutely. I, yeah. Could, I could actually go and watch it now. And even though I know what happens, I'd, I'd really like to watch it I again. I think on a second viewing, 
you would take more out of it, even though you know yeah. in what happens. Because you know. It, you'll be watching out for more yeah, as, as well. Stuff that, yeah. yeah. Yeah, can't praise it highly enough. Again, you know, it's not a big budget film, but definitely my number one. Mm. Mm. My favourite thing that's been reviewed on the website over the last I couple of months. I know what you're going to say. <laughs> I know what it is. It's from Arrow Films. It's the box set of Gamera. 12 movies of Gamera. Now, you saw over the course of, I think it took me, it took me less than a month. It's probably one every couple of days. For a period, it was one every day. I watched one yeah, every, every day. Yeah, it was one every day. Not only is it a great series of films that changes in tone from the beginning right the way through and to the, well, two reboots, actually, of the entire series. Mm. As a package, it's probably the best box that I've ever seen. Yeah. Tom bought it. Mm. Uh, he was sending me photographs of it as well. He's really impressed with it. The packaging, the contents of it, the stuff you get mm. physically within mm. the box set as well, which we don't get. We just get the check discs. Yeah. Uh, so we don't get we don't get it packaged up in the retail packaging and all the booklets and posters and yeah. everything that comes with I it. I wish we did. But I, for the sole reason, not that we get to keep them, but it would be really interesting to review that as well. Mm. I mean, we've been we do lucky. We get PDFs of a lot of the booklets it's and so the on, same, but it's not the though, same, though, is it? it? It's not the and same. And especially with the stuff you get yeah. in this Gamera box set. Yeah. And yeah. it is a huge box set as yeah. well. Yeah. And as well as the films, looking and sounding better than they've mm. ever done. And again, you get 12 films. And I think it's £110, which it's expensive. Mm. You know, it's £110. But when you think you're getting 12 films, yeah. you think of all the extras you get with it. I'd you imagine think of all the it's packaging. £250 I on think, Amazon now. I think it's probably the best bargain on the website. As ridiculous yeah. as that might sound for £110, everything that you get yeah. is absolutely brilliant. And across all of the discs, the films, little things, like each one's got like a five-minute introduction by this guy. And he sets it all up mm. perfectly without spoiling anything. So you'll watch the first one. Then you'll watch his introduction for the second one. And he'll tell you what's happened in between the making of the first one mm. and what's happened in this. And why there might be a different camera suit and what to watch out for. And yeah. why the kids aren't quite as annoying in this film as they were <laughs> in the previous one. But the wealth of extras from... I mean, there's a six-hour documentary split into three mm. two-hour parts. For each film, there's so many... There's like commentary tracks and mm. featurettes and behind-the-scenes stuff. It is yeah. loaded with yeah. stuff on the discs and in the the whole physical stuff mm. that you get it is i can't fault it for anything well, I didn't, at all i didn't watch all of it but as i would come downstairs or be in the room with you it would be on you'd be watching going through it and i'd sit and watch it and i even though normally because you like like godzilla and and never you know in 50s b movies oh, they're okay but i i find them like oh God, I could be watching Lord of the Rings. Yeah, not and that. I'll help yeah. on some weird 50s sci-fi. Yeah, and you're watching something that's been colourised. Yeah. <laughs> that's really shit. But th th I've got to admit that I would sit with you, especially that one that, um, what's his name's daughter was in? Oh, Stephen Seagal's daughter. Stephen Seagal's The Last Couple. She was in The Last Three, I think, if I remember Yeah, rightly. and I sat and watched them with you, and it, and you can see, I could see from the first one, to like the last one, how each film reflects the time in which they're made, oh, yeah, like yeah. nuclear power to save the earth. Yeah. Yeah. There is one film, I forget which particular one it is, but it is all about climate change and saving mm. the earth and be kind to the planet and all of yeah. this. So there is yeah. messages yeah. within each one. Some yeah. are better than others. Like when you're going through a 
12 movie series of films, mm. there's going to be highs and lows. Can you make the noise it makes? It makes a few different noises. Yeah, make I would like noises. to. I would like to be able to spin round and round with like oh. rockets from its shell like it does. Now. I thought that, that was it coming out of his arse, actually. It does at one point. That was... <laughs> The best sound in it, though, there's. I think it's through five or maybe six of the films, close to the beginning, Gamera does get his own song, <gasps> which is sung by the kids. Uh, and in fact, let, let's just it. take let's just take a second and have a little listen to it. Gamera, Gamera. Strong Gamera, you are strong Gamera. You have got a jet propelled bottom. It's on fire, Gamera. Isn't that a great song? It is amazing. It's, it's an earworm. By the time it came up in about the fifth or Gamera. sixth film, I got so pissed off when it went to about <laughs> film seven or eight or whatever, and they stopped singing it. I was like, Where's my song? Where's my little song. Gamera song? But that, for me, is easily the my most mm. favouritest yeah. thing that's been reviewed on the website during yeah. July and August. Yeah. Yeah, it's really, cool. really good. Well, already we're into September mm -hmm. and we've reviewed a couple of things already that have been like, whoa, mm. haven't we? And there's, uh, yeah, we've had news this morning of something that's coming out in November that I think probably will make you go whoa mm. i think the september october yeah. review roundup show there's going to be mm. some more good stuff to talk about yeah. so hopefully everybody's enjoyed this it might give you some pointers maybe you missed it on the website um have a and look now at you know youth rejoices <laughs> yes hilda hogden <laughs> so, informative as well yeah informative yeah. about british sitcoms yeah. yeah so what's coming up for 60mw uh, next, a uh, whole during September, among other things. Well, of course, we've gone to a Monday and a Thursday release schedule mm. now with the odd surprise Saturday show. Mm. Uh, there is a full week of Grimfest interviews, seven consecutive days <sighs> of Grimfest you, interviews. I have to say, <laughs> right, just, and I know you know, you don't know I'm going to say this, but the last week, well, just over a week, you have worked so hard. You really have. And I really think you deserve loads of praise for what you did last week because juggling people on Zoom in different time zones, things dropping out, things not working, and then having back-to-back -back interviews with seven different people about a film that you may or may not have seen. No, we watched all we watched all because we watched watch all the films. We did get advanced screeners of all the films. Yeah. So we watched them. Yeah. And you gotta do I haven't started at the time of recording this, I haven't started editing them yet. Yeah. And most of them are gonna be video shows too. Yeah, but it's a real skill to do what you do. And I and I 
think a lot of people think that when you do a podcast, you literally get a computer and a microphone and some software and just talk bollocks. For, you mean <laughs> for we like, don't? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, we do sort of, but, but the amount of work that you put into the podcast is phenomenal. And the amount of work that you did last week in particular, interviewing those very different people, and you still haven't finished because you've got another interview, another two interviews coming up yeah. shortly. Yeah, I've got the seventh Grim because it was, people might have seen the poster that I did uh, for the six interviews over six days for our mm -hmm. sixth birthday. You know, that was tying it all with the 666 thing. So thanks to that, a, a writer-director of Fried Barry movie got in touch and said, do you want to do an interview? So me, yeah, go on then, let's make it seven mm -hmm. and make it a full week. And I've got Caroline Goodall I'm going to interview in a couple of days as we record yeah. about her, her new film. And without wanting to sound like, you know, blowing her own trumpet, we're at the stage now where we're, we don't have to reach out for interviews. We're mm. getting emails coming in. Would you like yeah. to do this? Inter would you like to interview so-and-so? Which, is, which, is really, which is really nice. Though, it is down to you because, I, you know, again, you know, blowing your trumpet for you. Ooh, you, uh. you look at a lot of people who, on YouTube particularly, uh, <laughs> one thing I've really noticed is how self-effacing you are. That if anybody watches any of the interviews that you do on YouTube, the star of the interview fills the screen and you're a teeny tiny little in person <laughs> in the corner where you nobody can see you and other people have got themselves split screen with the star and they just they can't talk to them the way you can talk to people i know that you go into interviews without a list of questions mm. and it you're and prep. it is obviously you're prep but i have no well, questions yeah, but, ready but you can talk to people mm. and you're you know, you're nice. You're really good at it. So well done, Dave. Oh, thank you. And, well, you deserve it. You really do deserve it, Dave. And if anybody listening to this, uh, give us a sub on the YouTube channel too. We're trying to build those up. Again, it's never going to replace the audio shows. Everything's always going to be an audio show. Yeah. It's just that a lot of the interview shows, if I'm going to talk to them on camera, I may as well release it as, as a yeah. video show on YouTube yeah. too. So give us a sub on there. Let's try and get the numbers up on that. Yeah. It should be nice. It would be nice. But yeah, loads and loads of interview shows mm. okay which is how 60mw started in the first yeah. place it was me wanting to do interview shows yeah and it's morphed into the beast that it now is well the other thing is if you if you see somebody who's going to be interviewed and you look at the name and you think don't know who that is or you look at the name and go oh him uh, don't fancy it have a listen anyway because that's something i'm guilty of I won't name names, but Dave, this is a while back, had to interview somebody and I was like, oh, I'm not going to listen to that. It's going to be really boring. <laughs> it's probably one of the best interviews you did. I'll whisper it to you. Well, tell me later. Tell me later. <laughs> <laughs> but it, yeah, it, well, yeah, all your Everybody's interviews are really good. Everybody's got stories to tell. Yeah, yeah but it, it's because you don't have a, you don't stick to questions what's your favorite muppet what's your favorite <laughs> color yeah. why did you make this film you just whatever they say you just mm. take what they say and you talk yeah, just about it and have a chat yeah which is always nice have you're like an old lady aren't oh you? get my knitting out and oh, do an interview what did you go and make that film oh, for let's stop a minute when i have a sip oh. of my cocoa oh. <laughs> <laughs> right and with that uh, which took far longer than I thought it was going to do. I thought, oh, it'll be about a half-hour show, this one. Yeah, you got me with you, though, and I don't yeah, shut up, true. do I? Yeah, 
So we'll finish this one off. Hopefully you've all enjoyed it. The next one will be all about the September and October reviews. If you've got any feedback for this or anything that we do, ways that you can do it, visit the website, which is 60mw.co.uk. You can contact us via email, contact at 60mw.co.uk. So professional. Or there is a contact us form on the website. Oh, don't do that voice. Though. No, I don't like that voice. <laughs> the Twitter do you mean the Welsh accent? I can't do the Welsh accent. Do it in a Welsh accent, lad. Go on. No, Go on, lad. No, it's an accent I cannot do. I'm not even going to attempt to do it. Uh, Twitter and Instagram at 60mwpodcast now. So if you already follow us, it's fine. You will still be following us if you don't. Give us a follow on there. Stuff you can do for us, leave us a review. Would be that nice. That would be nice. Really be easy nice. to do. All the reviews are on the website. If you go to the review section, drop down box, listen to feedback. They're all on there. Give us a review, one to five stars. Write something if you want. All helps us to get more interviews as well. People look and go, oh, people like this. I'll come on their show. Also, the world tour after Google really shafting me for months and me swapping emails with them couldn't add anything to the world tour page for oh. months and months they finally got whatever was wrong fixed yeah. so i want to get more pins into the world tour page if you don't know what i'm talking about go to the website drop down box as well world tour really easy to do there's an image on there that you can use you can show it on your phone you can print it off if you want some physical copies of our actual cards i did put on that page as well if you buy us a coffee on our Kofi page, I think it's three quid. I can't change the default because you have mm. to pay to change the yeah. default. It's three quid. If you buy us a coffee for three quid, uh, just send me your details. I'll chuck a few of the cards into an envelope for you, post them to you, and then you've got physical copies of them. But I want more pins worldwide. Unless you pose naked, then they're free. <gasps> well. But then if a topless one would be quite nice as well. Is that it? Is that the way that they get the new cards? <laughs> God, we'd die, wouldn't we, if we got an oh email with God. topless pictures? God. Right. <laughs> right. That's all done now. <gasps> Wait, before you play the outro, mm. I've got to go and put take my top off, put my leather bra on, and maybe like a, a leather jacket, and uh, put my crotch, crotchless pants on. Ready. Ready, and put one leg up on the bed. Mm. Yeah, I need to back comb my hair as well. Yeah, loads of hairspray. Yeah. What are you going to wear? Um, A big smile. Oh, aren't you going to dress up <laughs> as the rock god what you is? Because I always dress as the rock god anyway. I know. Kiss t-shirt and jeans. Jeans and t-shirt. Since I was 14. Am I going to change now at 55? 72 now. Your balls <laughs> banging against your knees. I will still be in jeans and kiss t-shirt age 72. I Should I hopefully will. live that long? Yes, you will. Yes. Because I'm not letting you out of the house. <laughs> Ever. You're Ever. chained. You have to stay in the house and watch. Lord of the Rings. <laughs> <laughs> right, until next time, thank you for listening and we shall depart with the wonderful sounds of Andy Bolton. In yeah! Your ears with our new theme oh! tune.
Okay, wait, fine. Are you ready? <coughs> Get the coughing out of the way. Farting. Do you need to fart before we start? No, I'm a lady. Okay. So you're going to save it for while we record? Yes. Yes. <laughs> 